I'm trying to get better acoustics because of the last <laughs> two recordings. I was in my big open space and mm. there was a lot of acoustics. <laughs> and so now I'm on my closet floor. I love it. It's great. Fantastic. Okay, it's Allison and Sarah for uh 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 on I don't for, even know what it's called anymore. On for the love of Chad. <laughs> Hello. We're here to talk about breakups. Yeah. I'm just back from a 10-day excursion in California. I'm feeling refreshed. Thought we were going to talk about a positive topic today. No, no. why not hit no, the lows? <laughs> Humble yourself. Right for it. Great. Never Love feel it. too good for too long. That's yeah, my no. motto. Yeah, for sure. Here we are. Okay, well, let's start off with actually how was your trip? It was lovely. Thank you. We had a great time. It really went off without a hitch except for the 15 minutes on day two that we parked our vehicle literally took a stroll around the block and came back to the window smashed in and the trunk open and yep oh my gosh my bag was stolen um so that was very unfortunate so what was in your bag it was empty thank god it was just a okay. nice bag like I had like my wallet and phone and like all valuable things on me I had just left a few things in the trunk that I hadn't unpacked. Yeah. And one of them was my empty Rebecca Minkoff, and now it is gone. Well, damn. Yeah. So I spent some time in the San Francisco um, Police Department. They're very nice there, in case anyone's wondering. Oh, my gosh. People <laughs> yeah. are getting more and more wild, more and more bold. Yeah. Like, the window is just yeah. smashed in. I feel like after the pandemic, like people are just like, they don't even care anymore. They just go for it. Crime? Who says it's a crime? This is yeah. my daily life now. It was wild. I've never experienced anything like it. I've lived in several major cities and never had anything like this happen to me before, but it happened and we navigated it. And then after that, it was great. <laughs> you tourists are easy targets. Yes. I literally, there was nothing in the actual car to see. Yeah, um, but it happened. Well, Live and learn, I guess. Now they're sporting around a Rebecca Minkoff bag. <laughs> yeah, I'd really like it back, but you know, it's all right. <laughs> well, about my week, Hot Girl Summer is not going as planned. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. I cannot find anybody to get in a relationship with to break up with and, you know, develop this conversation further, this topic further. No, but honestly, it's so nice all week. And then on the weekend, it's like downpour, downpour, downpour. Yeah. And it's like, this is impacting my life. And then I'm realizing more and more. I don't have any gal pals to go out with. First, in order to have hot girl summer, I need to have gal pals mm. to actually venture out with. Maybe you need to come to Nashville for the weekend and we can go out. We can have hot girl summer in Nashville. I mean, if you stayed in one place long enough, <laughs> you're gone every two seconds, it feels like. I know, I know. I'm almost done. Yeah, because I was like really trying to do away with the apps and just try to meet people in person, but nobody wants to go out with me in order to have that happen. Or I will come to Chicago and we can have hot girl summer in Chicago. There we go. Okay. I'll just invite myself up there. Yes. <laughs> You're more than welcome. 
it's not that I don't have any friends, but you know, people are in relationships or everybody now that it's summertime, they're all traveling like you or they're going to all these weddings every weekend. I'm like, come on guys, pump the brakes. Yeah. The weddings are really a buzzkill on the hot girl summer. Yeah. There's only what, nine, 12 summer weekends. I feel like for Chicago, it's extra limited. Yeah. We have probably a few more here, but yeah. I wasn't expecting weddings to interfere with my hot girl summer until I saw all these people going to weddings every weekend. I'm like, wait, I don't, I only have two weddings in July. Knock them out right away. <laughs> Everybody else, it's like littered throughout. Well, because you have the originally scheduled ones this weekend, and then you have all the ones that were postponed from before. That are now in the summer. So now it's like double trouble. Yeah. And then I had my friends wanting to do their like annual 4th of July little shenanigans. And of course, I've got a wedding that weekend. So the Mm. only weekend I've got Chicago friends who want to do things with me. Just your luck, really. I know. I'm exaggerating slightly, but the last two weeks have been pretty dull. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, hot girl summer, it ain't over. I don't no. even think we're halfway through. So you got time to really it's ramp gonna it up. It's going to have to be like a hot girl year, you know. Hot girl 21. Yeah. Yeah. The rest of 2021. Just live it up. And you know what? I was so excited for my 30th. I'm like, oh, 30s. I'm going to crush my 30s. I'm so excited to like jump into this new decade. And then the pandemic hit. And now I'm about to be 31 again. Not again. Yeah. But- <laughs> Maybe we could say I'm going to be 30 again, but I'm about to be 31 and I'm like, oh my gosh, soon I'm going to be in my mid 30s. I'm having a slight midlife crisis. Oh no, we're not talking about mid 30s. No, no. We're freshly 30. Yeah. And we will be fresh 30 for some time. The last year doesn't count. It doesn't. Anyways, this episode isn't a therapy session for Allison. <laughs> but maybe it is. Hard and maybe to say. we should do an episode on midlife crisis or, or early midlife crisis. <laughs> but yes, um, breakups, they suck, whether you're yes. doing them or it's being done to you. So I thought first we could just share our breaking up experiences and okay. then we can go into our thoughts on breakups in general. Okay. All right. Grand. So the first relationship you were ever in, were you dumped or were you the one dumping the person? I was the dumper. I was as well. Wow. Yes. Never again after that, really. Um, I mean, it, it, when dating people, yes, but in relationship wise. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And how did the first experience go for you? Absolutely tragic. Why? I dated him for four years, like in high school and then into college. Your first boyfriend ever you dated for four years. Mm-hmm. He was the oh, only God. boy I knew. I went to an <laughs> all girls school. He was the only boy I knew in high school. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just stuck with him. And it was nice. We were friends, but I wasn't really that into it. And so I would ha- try to break up with him often. Mm. And the more I would like say, I don't see a future, the more he would say like, oh, well, like we, there's no pressure. There's no pressure. And then the next week he'd be saying how he wants to get married at 21. And at this rate, I was 20. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So I'm like, or 19 or something. And I was like, no. No, no. 
So I'm like, here I am crying, telling him I don't see a future with him and I don't want to like prolong this any further. And he would be crying, saying no pressure, no pressure. Let's just enjoy our time and then start planning our wedding. Oh, like a week after it was too much, too much, too much. So then in college, I finally like met a different group of friends and stuff. And I was going out more. And I just really I wasn't trying to see him or talk to him when he would text me because this is long distance, I would kind of be annoyed. Mm -hmm. And it was not how I wanted to spend my time. I wanted to be in college and like talking to people socializing and not be stuck to my phone nonstop. Yeah. And I wanted him to date other people so bad. Like I literally pictured him kissing someone else and I felt relief. I'm like, this is not how you should feel. And I like tried to express these feelings regularly. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, this is not how you're supposed to feel. You need to just like cut it off. Yeah. So I finally worked up the nerve to cut it off. And I went on Skype and it was bad internet connection. Oh, so I was like, I'm breaking up with you. And he's like, what? What did you just say? And I'm like, I'm breaking. And then it was shut off. And then he <laughs> called me back. And he'd be like, what did you say? And I was like, I said I'm breaking up with you. And then he was like, it was just a mess. And I felt bad. I felt mm-hmm. so bad. But then I was like, I was also resenting because I was feeling pressured to stay in something that I did not want to stay in. Mm-hmm. And I did not see a future in. So it's like, yeah. Go find your person. I am not your person. And then like I was gained, I felt a lot of resentment and then I just felt bad. And then I listened to someone like you by Adele nonstop and it's a beautiful song and I still listen to it on repeat on the regular. And and it's not, everybody thought I was like super depressed because I listened to it on loop nonstop every day for like, like the whole junior year of college oh god yeah and no I just Adele just rocked it oh my god yeah yeah that that's very traumatic Mm -hmm. um mine was swift it was not that drawn out we did not date for that long um but I just knew that it was time for it to end and I think I was very young and naive and I didn't really know what I was doing and I had never broken up with someone before and I had never been dumped before. So I think that I just like chose a conglomeration of lines that I had heard on television or oh in gosh. movies. And I was just like, you just need to say all of these lines in a row to make them feel better about themselves and then just be like, but it's over. And it's not I tried you, that. it's me. Yeah. You know, and in hindsight, I really don't recommend any of those. I don't think any of them are good. But this person, bless his heart, and I feel that many other people have had this experience where they start trying to convince you that that's not actually what you want to do. And it's like, yes, yes, it is. Yes. Do not just let me speak. And you find yourself being like, just let me finish. Just let me say what I need to say. Do not interrupt me. Do not insert your own thoughts. This is not the speech for you. Just, I'm at, this is ending. Nothing you are going to say is going to convince me of otherwise. Yeah. And then, so it was just hard because then it's like, you're trying to end the conversation as opposed to just trying to end the relationship. And you just keep like trying to talk your way out of it. And then you're just talking in circles. And then someone just like eventually has to stop the conversation. And it just, it's just weird for everyone. Just let whoever it is speak. What? Was this in person? 
Yes. None of my breakups have happened in person. Oh, two mm-hmm. of the three of mine have been in person. Okay. One was on the phone. No, well, mm. <laughs> one of these people we do- broke up twice. <laughs> once was not in person and once was. So. Yeah. 50-50, both bad. Um, but yeah, I just think if you're getting broken up with or if you're breaking up, just like let the person say their piece and just like walk away with some dignity. Like, I don't think we need to be convincing everyone, anyone that they're not doing what they actually want to be doing. Obviously they are. It's taken them a lot of courage to like get up and have this conversation, particularly in person. Just let them go. Nothing mm-hmm. you're going to say is going to change it. And I yeah. have been guilty of it after of doing the same thing. And I think though now I have learned from it and it's just like, just let them go. Let them say their piece and just wipe your hands of the situation. Yeah. I've definitely been like, good luck finding another girl who's going to be making you a sheet cake like I did. That kind of <laughs> that kind of stuff. Um, I haven't done that in a very long time. <laughs> But also, I have tried to understand the reasoning a -hmm. bit better at times, like if I'm really invested to see like, is this something that could be worked on? Or is are there just no feelings? If there's no feelings anymore? Okay, we're done. But is there like something in particular that's bothering you? But don't you think if they're breaking up with you that there really is nothing to be worked on, that if they wanted to work on it, it would be a different conversation? That's what I'm starting to realize. Yeah. That's what I'm starting to realize. And if there is something that needs to be worked on, yet their first move would be to break up rather than actually work on it and communicate the issue, Mm -hmm. there's a problem there. Yeah, And that's probably something that you don't need the rest of your life. Right, for sure. I've evolved and realized these things through time. Well, yeah. I mean, it's all about evolution. No yes. one, their first dumping experiences is going to be a pro. No. Like we've all made some very cliche mistakes in the department and we just admit them and we move on. And I have gotten broken up with by someone who was trash. He was oh, not a fabulous person. Same. Like the one that I was telling you who buys the food for himself, takes pictures and says it was meant for me, but he got hungry. So it's like the thought that counts. Um, he's like the coworker who lied about every single thing. Oh and yeah, then he's a piece of shit. Dumped me over text. And then when I was like, oh, you left a few items here. Can you come pick it up? He came with a coworker. Didn't even even let me know the coworker was there. I had to bring it out to him. And I was like, okay, have a good weekend, guys. And like, I was just torn to bits. But it's like, I wasn't torn to, I'm usually not upset about the person and the breakup with Mm -hmm. the person. It's more so the fact that here's another time that you put yourself out there. Yeah. And it has just like gone completely wrong and it's like why do you keep attracting the wrong people or why do you keep going for the wrong people because in my head they're telling me all these like fabulous things like I volunteer every evening I I do all this stuff with my family like it's an elaborate little things that they are trying to make me see about them like they're trying to paint a nice little picture yeah so you have like ideas about your future with what they put out there this false narrative 
Yeah. So you're mourning the false narrative and then you're like, why does this keep happening to me? Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a lot of self-contemplation that follows it, but I just think, you know, if it's just not meant to be, it's not meant to be. And that's just what you have to go back to Yeah. always at the end. Um, the really bad breakup story. I feel like I've already told part of it on the cheating one was the text that I got that was like, we need to break up because I'm about to cheat on you. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. So that was like step one of like the two part breakup. And like, so yeah, that's obviously like an absolutely horrible situation to be in. And that was the time where I did the opposite of what I just said to do. And like, you're trying to bargain with them and be like, no, you don't mean it. Like, listen to what they're fucking saying to you. They're mm-hmm. saying the words, I'm about to go cheat on you and you're trying to bargain for what? Mm-hmm. There's nothing left to bargain for. Like, I think at the time, obviously, to act like that, you don't have a lot of respect for yourself. And I would say that that was probably true at the time. But I look back and I'm like, what What the hell was I doing? Yeah. Why did I say a single word other than like, fuck you? Yeah. So that like happened. And then I think the bargaining continued, which is just terrible terrible behavior but you know in the spirit of the podcast we're going to be honest with all of you and we did like kind of get back together I don't even really know what you would want to call it but I don't know it had gone on for so so long similar to you it was like maybe three three plus years at the time of the first and I just think I was not really ready to like let it go and I just could not come to terms with the fact that it was over yeah um So I think we continued to like sleep together and I don't even know. It was a mess for a while. And then finally there was like the second breakup that ended it forever. And that one was a little bit more heated just because I don't know. It was all like really toxic and I just had no business being in that relationship. Yeah. At all. But I mean, you were a lot from it. I mean, I was young. I was in college, but. No, I feel that. Um, My other breakup and this, these are all the times that I got dumped. And then just like dating people, going on a few dates here and there, like that's been my other experience. But I had gone to see him and visit him in his like um, graduate school. And I had come back and we were talking about, oh, are you going to go like, are you going to come to Chicago for New Year's Eve? And he's like, no. And I'm like, okay. Like, I know you're busy. I know you're going to want to see your family. Is there like any particular reason? And all of a sudden, and we were like chatting and all of a sudden he goes, yeah, I'm not in love with you anymore. I'd want to break up. And I was like, what? (laughs) I was so confused. I thought he was having a mental breakdown. I thought he was like getting really stressed with school and he just needed to digest some things a little longer. Mm -hmm. He breaks up with me. He hangs up. And I'm like, can we FaceTime and discuss this? And meanwhile, my Snapchat's loading. And it's like, oh, I just want to love on you. I miss you so much from him. Shut up. I don't think I knew this part. I know the rest of this. Yeah. So he, right before he broke up with me, he sent me a Snapchat how he just wanted to love on me. He missed me so much. Oh, my God. And then he drastically decided that he, he's like, oh, I don't love you anymore. I want to break up with you. So I'm like, that was such a like flip of the script. I'm like, he's going through something. I yeah. was like, he's so stressed with school. I'm like, just let him breathe for a second. 
And I went on FaceTime with him and he took forever because he was just, I was like, what took so long? He's like, I was just chatting with my dad. I was like, wait, so in the middle of a breakup, you decided you're going to like have a little powwow with your dad? Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I just need to give him time, let him breathe. And then two weeks go by and I am just a mess. I am an absolute wreck. Like this is like the only person, my first love, everything. Yeah. And I was just a total wreck. And I realized I don't think he's going to call. I think that he's like legitimately done with this. Yeah. And I didn't have that closure. I wanted Mm -hmm. to just have a conversation because it was so, I couldn't even wrap my head around it. And I was like, can we just have a call? He's like, you need to move on. And I was like, wait, I'm trying to move on by having this call. Like we dated for years. Yeah. I was like, we were planning. You're back. Yeah. Zoom completely booted me like every other man in my life. (laughs) Like all of a sudden it said Zoom just quit. Yeah. Well, yeah, you like froze for a while and I kept thinking you were going to come back. And then it was like recording has stopped and you stayed like frozen. And then it was like, you are on the call alone. And I was like, well, okay, well. (laughs) Well, at least you got to see my beautiful face a little longer. Yeah. Now back to what I was saying. I need more closure right now. Like you were my best friend. And he's like, you need to move on. So then he finally, after I beg, which I shouldn't have begged. I know. I regret the begging as well. I just wanted to be able to like have some closure. And yeah. He finally agreed to have a call. It did not give me any closure. He just put me on speakerphone and walked around his room, was getting dressed, like going through his closet. You could hear him probably getting ready for his next date or something. And I'm just like, wow, I really feel like a piece of trash. Yeah. I'm like, he knows how upset I am. We were best friends. Yeah. And he can't even like take two seconds to be engaged in a phone call because before even in our breakup it was not it was very brief and I was like all right cool this is where we're at yeah I mean I think a lot of times honestly the friendship aspect if you've been together long enough is harder to lose than the the boyfriend part of it but I feel like both have to go together but then it like I feel like that story totally begs the question of like does anyone ever get closure ever yeah. I feel like I feel like closure is not a thing. I feel like we've just like made up this concept and all closure means is like try to make everyone feel good about the situation. But the yeah. reality is you're, someone's not going to feel good. It's very rare that you're kind of mutually parting ways. It does happen, but I wouldn't say it's the norm. When you think back, it's like, is there anything that that person could have said to like no. make you feel better or really to have given you closure? Like I say no. I don't think I would have ever gotten closure. I think I would have felt better having the respect. Like I was actually a decent human being and you would like engage and you actually show that you care. Just say like, yeah, it's a shitty situation. Mm -hmm. I don't love you anymore. But like actually engage in the phone call with me. Like, right. Give me the respect. At least then I could be like, okay, he cared about me as a human being. Yeah, that's fair. Even that's though fair. I don't think I would ever get closure, at least yeah. I would know he respects me as an individual. For sure. I agree. Um, but breakups are so tough. And like the amount of guilt I feel if I'm not interested in someone, it weighs on me so much. I know. And I feel the Honestly, same. it impacts, I think it impacts like me going into relationships because I'm like, I don't want 
to be the one to break somebody's heart if I'm not that interested. So right. if I'm not that interested in the beginning, like I will be very, like I will be straightforward and say I'm not interested. But even then it tears me to bits. I feel so bad. Even like if somebody's like, I want to go on a date with you and I'm not interested and we don't even have a relationship, I feel so bad. No, I feel similarly. And I feel like that's why I'm not the best casual dater, to be honest, because I feel like unless you you're somebody that I could see the relationship really going far, then it's like, I feel no point in really like starting anything because I know it's going to like, I know if I already know it's going to end and like, I have to like already envision the ending, then like, why bother? Yeah. It's kind of like my philosophy. And I, I too hate ending it. So it's like, I don't know, unless I think it's going to be serious. I just don't. I spent two years trying to break up with someone and they were like not taking it. And I know you said like, just break up with them, be done with it. But it took me two years and every month I would work up the nerve to break up with them. And every month it was like all these reasons and excuses on why, why he knows I'm not emotionally there and I'll never be there, but that's okay for him. Yeah. No, just yeah. Like, no, I don't no responding. Just so let it go. Be, I, I don't know if it's because I had such a prolonged dragging out and all this like resentment there as well that I'm like, I will find, I don't know if like subconsciously, I feel like this is not the case, but like, Am I looking for someone who's going to break my heart so that I don't get stuck breaking someone else's? Like, I think I'm going for good guys, though. But subconsciously, is that what is that is is that what's happening to me? Wow, is that why I'm going after really, douche after douche? Really deep right now. I just wonder: Do I go after the heartbreaker so I'm not the heartbreaker? Wow. Do I take on the pain because I don't want to inflict it on others? I mean, it's definitely possible. I mean, there's a theory for you. I'm excited to test it out further. I think the people that I go for are very nice. And like, oh my gosh, you should hear all the stories and all the lies that like their friends say about them to fluff them up. Like how philanthropic they are. Like, oh, he won an award for all of his volunteer, like everything. Like it goes to such a great degree that I'm like, wow. And it's not even like these people are like super attractive either. Right. I'm just like, wow, they must have a good heart. But like subconsciously, does like my heartbreaker nose sniff these people out? I think deep down they're just all trash is the problem. Oh, the worst. <laughs> um, but my only other breakup story is not attempting it for two years. This person broke up with me on the phone and I, th- I was older, like 25, 26. And... I mean, he called me on the phone and just like his reasoning was absolute bogus and so dumb. But I think that I had learned from my previous experiences and I'm like, this is just stupid. Like nothing he's even saying is making any sense, nor is it like reflective of the time we spent together at all. So I really just like sat there and said nothing and was like, "Mm -hmm." and I just like let him finish. Yeah. Like, okay, good luck goodbye yeah and that was it and that was probably the easiest one ever and like I definitely was upset after and I felt like the reasoning was so stupid and I could have like fought back and like got more of an explanation but it's like at the end of the day the explanation's not gonna change it or it's not gonna mean any more or less so I just like washed my hands of it and let it go 
I feel like the older I get, I'm just like, okay, sounds good. Have a nice life. Yeah. Like, and I just leave it there. And that makes them want to reassess things even more. And it's like, wait, no, get out of my life. You <laughs> were so quick to leave it. And then because I'm not crying over you, yeah. you were trying to come back in to see like what kind of pull you have on me. No. Oh, see, this person and I did not ever speak again after that. See, that's another thing. Do you think once you break up that you can remain friends or do you just it's cold turkey? You cut them off. I really think it has to be cold turkey. Exactly. I'm with you 1000%. It's really hard. I'm not saying it's easy at all. I think really the only time that you can't or it's hard to do that is when you're dating someone in like a friend group. And it's like mutual friends and like, you're going to, you're going to see them. Like there's no avoiding seeing them unless you leave the friend group. Then I think you do have to be cordial. I'm not saying you have to be their best friend, but you can't show up at all these gatherings where they're there and just give them the stink eye the whole time. I think you kind of have to be the bigger person and like be nice then. But I think in all other scenarios, it's just, you just have to just end it all the way. There's just no... There's no way to do it. And I don't know if there's someone that keeps friendships going after, I don't know. I'd like to hear their opinion. Like I remember Blake on the bachelorette. He was on Tasha season and Claire's was like, I'm friends with every single one of my exes. Yeah. I'm like, sketchy. It's what? Like, How? What? It's that, like no. the guy that I dated who said that he gives a Valentine's pre- a Valentine's day present every year to every girl he's ever slept with. Like that's a no for me, bro. I mean, my take on that is then like, you must not have had that strong of feelings for the person and they must not have had very strong feelings for you because there's no way, there's no way if you did that you can just be like, okay, and carry on. Like they're lying. They're lying. So it's either what you're saying or it's the fact that they do have strong feelings one of them has strong feelings. The other one doesn't. The other one's over it. But the one who has strong feelings is like, oh, yeah, we can do this friendship thing, hoping that the relationship door will open again. The romance yeah. door. Yeah. And I just think that that is very selfish. And I just am like, we got to show somebody mercy. It's like a mercy killing. Like, if I'm breaking up with you, we have to cut all ties. Cut like, all ties is the key word. Yes. Like, I think you need to not be friends on social media. And people say that's catty. People say it's petty. No, it isn't. It's like, it shows like, no, I, there's no reason for us to be on social media. You're not in my life. I'm not in your life. Do I want to see right. updates on your relationships? Absolutely no. not. I wish you the best, but your right. best does not involve me. No. Goodbye. No, I have unfriended on all social media, everyone that I've been in a relationship with and am no longer in a relationship with. Yeah. I though, where I struggle is to go one step further and is to block that person. Like, I feel like unfriending from seeing you for you, from using them is like step one. Mm-hmm. But then I struggle with like going the step further and like blocking them. Like, I feel like they should just unfriend so you, you. unfollow them, but you don't have them unfollow you I mean ideally yes they unfollow me but I do not go further to block them well on Instagram you don't even have to block them anymore you just can remove them as a follower oh 
I did not know about that feature. Yeah. Either way, I Recently feel like that's still used going it like- for my ex who kept popping up in my <laughs> life. Like, how many times does he have to like? He kept breaking up with me, coming back in, breaking up with me, coming back in, mm-hmm. and the like. I I thought maybe we could be friends because so much time had passed between mm-hmm. like our relationship. So maybe that's another thing. Like, maybe you can be friendship if there is if you do cut it off cold turkey and then you just meet again years later. But I hadn't seen him in years, but he would pop up here and there. He was not willing to be in the friend zone. He's like, I've never done the friend zone before. I'm not used to it. Oh, please. Like, (laughs) get over yourself, buddy. I have noticed that when I like something has ended with a guy, I'm way chattier on social media. I'm posting nonstop on my stories. Mm -hmm. I'm just constantly looking to see if they're watching. Yeah. And that is not what I like to do. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, now I know when she's posting a lot. No, if I'm posting a lot, I'm also just like, I will get in a wave. Okay. It's not always about a guy. All right. (laughs) But I'm saying sometimes I have done it to like, see if a guy's watching. Yeah. And I hate that. I hate the thought of that. I hate the thought of like anything that I'm doing is dictated by the chance that another man will notice. So then that's when I'm like, okay, for your own sanity, you have to have him unfollow you. So I'll remove him as a friend. I'll block him, whatever. Yeah. It's not a clean break because then every time I posted a story, they would use that as leverage to slide into your DMs and talk about anything. Yeah. See, I, I don't, I've not gone and blocked anyone. I, People that I've dated, I think all of them still follow me on social media, but I don't follow them. But wow. they have never, they've never DM'd me. Okay. They don't really like any of my stuff. They will like watch some stories, but they are just like, I don't know, such like a non-factor that I don't feel the need. And I didn't know yeah. that you could unfriend them. Now I thought you had to like block them, which just seemed like well, so aggressive. Yeah. What? I've done that. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. Like yeah. no judgment against people that do that. I always just felt like it was aggressive. Like I've definitely removed them from, like, I have no desire to see whatever they're up to. No idea, no desire to like see any sort of update. Um, but if they want to like continue to follow me, I feel like as long as you're not. Yeah. And then I felt like it business. was, it was also like Anytime he would see me moving on and being happy, that's when he would want to come in and destroy mm. my life. And I'm like, this yeah, isn't that's not fun for, for me. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, we just, you need to just completely leave my premises. And I removed him from everything right away. But, you Do know. Do you also remove the friends or just the guy? Um, Just the guy. Yeah. But if I start seeing the friends are posting the guy nonstop, I might mute the friend a bit. Yeah, same. Yeah, but I definitely think you should cut it off cold turkey. Yeah, it's I the agree. only way to help you move on or help the other person move on. Maybe in a few years, if there's like no connection, then you guys can reconvene. You know, be mm-hmm. serendipitous about it. I think there's just no reconvening. I think it's just, yeah, I've never seen that happen, but you know, Uh, yeah, I think if it ends, it's just meant to be the end. Enjoy the memories or don't. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just wipe your hands of the situation. Stop looking in your rearview mirror. Yeah. But that's how I feel about that. I mean, it's definitely hard. I feel like we're making it sound like, 
oh, it's so easy. Just cut it off and carry on. No, it definitely sucks. Like it's definitely depressing. And like, you definitely have to do some soul searching and self-loathing, but (laughs) my ex that didn't give me closure. Like, I do think the one thing he did that was kind to me was to not like drag it out and to not, um, not reach out to me and say happy birthday or yeah. Merry Christmas. Cause a lot of people do that. Yeah. And I think stupid. that's so, I think it's so oh, heartbreaking. Yeah. So if he ever did that to me, I'd be like, Oh, there's still a chance. Cause I was still telling myself that for a long time. So like, if that was piled on, I think that was like the nicest thing he did for me in that breakup was just cold Turkey. Yeah, for sure. Cold turkey for all. Yeah. And I think I'm going to be going vegetarian. Wow. I'm like. You're literally going cold turkey with the meat. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I haven't had red meat in like three years. And I'm thinking I might have to do no meat. Like chicken and turkey. That's starting to wig me out a bit. Oh. But like the only thing keeping me from it is the convenience. Like. It's hard. Who wants to date a vegetarian? Who wants to go out to dinner with a vegetarian? You know, there are people. I mean, not that I'm dictating my life on me being more desirable to a man, my vegetarianism. It's just like for me, it's already so hard to find stuff on the menu, not eating red meat and not liking salads. That's another thing. I hate salads. Yeah, I don't really understand that, but I eat a lot of beans. (laughs) um do you have any other comments on the breakup situation i think i think i do um but yes in summary you can't be friends let the person say their piece and leave with some dignity and cold turkey those are the main takeaways from our breakup thoughts and i think the world and the breakup land will be a much happier place if everyone went by these tidbits yes let us help you do it for us we'll do it for you (laughs) it gets better the older you are and the more experienced you are with heartbreak (laughs) i don't know if that's good or bad (laughs) well i'm saying we evolved and we yeah i mean hopefully everybody does yeah we take it with more dignity more dignity yes yeah but yeah i hope you guys found all the joy out of this breakup episode yeah if anyone has thoughts on what we said or breakup stories or things they've learned from a breakup any breakup related stuff we will share on our next one or if you think that you could still be friends with your ex yeah i'd I'd like like to hear i would like to hear more about this i'd like to see your social media i'd like to see your ex's social media i'd like to see if one is still pining over the other i'd like to do my investigation to see if it's really platonic on both ends Um, yeah if blake from the bachelorette would like to chime in about how he's friends with every single ex that he's ever had please let me know <laughs> i don't trust that i find that sketchy i find it suspicious. very sketchy yeah i wouldn't want to be a girlfriend of a guy who's friends with every ex no 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 same like when so people say that as like a good thing i've got a great relationship with every ex I'm i don't like, trust what? it what? <laughs> lies where's the lie detector test or they don't talk about their ex at all or their breakup at all they're like, oh, like, what did you do? How did you guys break up? They're That's like, a topic well, for another time. We broke up. Yeah. We could divulge into that um, in a later but episode. 
If you want to share all that information that we had just said, you can reach us at for the love of Chad dot podcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram for the love of Chad underscore podcast. And if you are here for this, if you enjoy us, then please write a review. We're on Apple podcasts and all the different platforms. So just, you know, shoot us over a nice little, Hey, we love you. Kind of that kind of thing. That would be awesome. Um, Grace Soriel's until it again. And I think that's it. I think it is. Thanks for hanging out with us. Bye.